Welcome to the MD Show. You are in the zone with Bianca Banks and Jasmine Shannon. Two women touching on current and cultural events, discussing generational perspectives. We are mother and daughter, women of color on our grind. Buckle up your seatbelts and welcome to the, the MD Show. Show. Welcome to the MD Show. Happy Tuesday. I am Bianca Banks. And I am Jasmine Shannon. With us today, we have a wonderful friend of mine. Um, <laughs> please excuse me because I have to get my notes. <laughs> right. Um, writer and actor on The Neighborhood, CBS. Um, he's also appeared on Deaf Comedy Jam, um, on HBO, TV One, Who's Got Jokes, um, BET, Comic View, Bad Boys of Comedy, coming all the way from Atlanta, Georgia, Mr. Sean Larkins. What's good? What's good? Thank y'all so much for having me. Thank you. Thank you for joining us. We are excited. We are excited. And how are you? Hot. <laughs> it is burning up in LA, everybody. We are sweating bullets. Please yeah. save us. So I am doing this whole interview, uh, just a shirt on. There's nothing past the waist down. Just y'all don't, I don't know if y'all want to know that, but just you know, that's what's going on out here. I mean, it was funny because when you came on, you were like, do y'all have on clothes? Because we both have on tube tops. Yeah, I didn't see nothing but shirt. Like, what are we doing here? All right. <laughs> is it a naked podcast? Playboy, is this Playboy podcast? What's going on here? <laughs> so it is uh, 300 degrees. Yes, and that happened overnight, real quick. And here we are. We find ourselves in a heat wave, in a pandemic. Sean, how are you doing in the pandemic? I know you've actually, this has sparked a creative, uh, a more, another creative side of you. Yeah. And you're working on your art. I have. I started doing art. I've, I'm, I really got into my uh, abstract geometric uh, art. Uh, I've got really deep into that. I started doing walls and in my apartment i've done three walls i don't have any more walls to do so i'll start expanding on friends friends places uh, i've had actually two or three friends say hey, can you do a wall at my place so uh yeah i'm i'm, I'm expanding into that because i can't do any stand-up right now i can't act i can't i mean i can still write but uh all the other stuff is you know you know life is uh basically under house arrest right now Pretty much. Yeah, yeah. this is super important. And I think that's what it's taught a lot of us is that we need to expand our skills and continue to dive into those other, you know, hobbies and things that are passionate to us and that drive us. And, you know, it's, it's kind of been it's kind of been a discovery time for everybody. Yeah, I think I think if you if you come out of this, whenever we do come out of this and you haven't learned something new about yourself, you wasted a lot of time. You should, you should do something. You should be able to speak a language or two or or something something new about yourself. That is so true. I started learning Spanish. I literally started learning Spanish and have an app on my phone and have just been yeah. practicing or have some time. See, see. So, so this brings us, so let me just go ahead and jump right into it. Um, 
<laughs> because the pandemic, you know, I feel like people, like you're saying, they're focusing on, you know, things that they would normally not focus on or maybe, um, you know, uh, put attention on things that they normally would just kind of, you know, just kind of look over. Right. And so a, a lot of my friends, <clears throat> they um, are single and they're like, you know, I have been focusing on really like what I want in a partner or you know, what I want, um, in a, in an intimate relationship. And, um, so I felt, I'm sorry, what'd you say? In an internet relationship or intimate relationship? Well, let me go ahead and get into it. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, so that, you know, I was like, you know what, that's really interesting because it's, um, it, it is something that you normally wouldn't focus on. But I was like, you know what? Let's just go ahead and talk about. And I know Jasmine knows I love this topic. The dating, the turn ons <laughs> and turn turn offs of somebody that you would date um, to, you know, to be able to pursue even going into a relationship. So that is our topic today. Okay. Dating do's and don'ts. <laughs> turn ons and turn offs. So a huge part of what we do with the MND show is that we have these poll questions on um, that we ask on our social media. So we ask on our social media, what are some do's and don'ts? And it's interesting because for my side of things, I, we got a lot of people who, I got a lot of women and my mom got a lot of men that responded. And for our side, it was it was a lot of, I don't like a girl who's on her phone all the time. I want a woman who is independent and I don't have, and that isn't needy. Or I need someone who, hygiene was a big Hygiene? Hygiene? People not washing their ass in 2020? No. Oh, wow. Oh, no. Oh, no. Yeah, so they don't know how to do it properly, Sean. Like, one big tip that my mom and I, or my mom has taught me is... If you go to a man's house, check the bathroom. Okay. And what's doesn't mean go through the drawers, doesn't mean go through the personal stuff. This means from a bird's eye view, from the outside, what does it look like? Is it gross? Is it dusty? Is it so that's a big one for me too. Okay, okay, okay. Interesting. I wonder how my bathroom stacks up in, in you guys' poll. Well, what are some of your do's and don'ts with for women? For a woman, um, well, and I don't like to get too deep in my last relationship because I, I'm trying to put that behind me. But a lot of me going forward has to deal with the things that I dealt with in my last relationship. So, uh, insecurity. Right right now is the main one if if i see insecurity i will run if i see that you're gonna just be insecure because and i get it women are um women have been hurt and so they you know going dating and and, and giving and getting in a relationship with somebody is hey here's my heart i'm, I'm trusting you with my heart so d- you better not mess this up um, so I forgot where I was at. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. well, I think, I think, I think, I think we're talking more because we have to be careful not to get into like 
that part. Yeah. Well, I guess I guess you could I guess I guess you could figure out if a woman or a person uh you know whatever is insecure um on the first date, right? Absolutely. Well, no, you cannot because I didn't know my ex was insecure till like 4 months in. So it was that, you know, but that could be that thing of like, let me just try to, you know, that's like meeting the representative. And then it's like, a, you know, and then it's like, a, okay, this is like the one layer comes off, another layer comes off, you yeah. know what I mean? Then finally you're like, here I am. And you're mm. like, what? Yeah. I mean, I, she, she started going through my phone like four months in and did, and then it, it never stopped. It was like, it was continuous. It just would not. And I didn't know she was like that because I would have never got into it had I known she was insecure. And I think everyone yeah. has a form of insecurity, but this was grossly insecure. It was a real problem. No, I was just going to say, um, I think that, okay, like I have went on some dates with some people and it's like right away, I'm like, ooh, this, this, this is not going to work. You know what I mean? And then, you know, like, uh, I mean, that wasn't even a date, really. Like, we had Jasmine and I went to brunch, and um, this guy—it was just—it was just all weird and all wrong. Wait a minute, you, but, you brought, you brought but I, on the date? No, no, we were out to brunch, and someone came that wanted to date me. Okay, and and sat down at our table while we were having brunch. Okay, but. So I, that's why I'm saying I, I wouldn't call that a date. But by the end of that encounter, I was like, "Ooh, no." And, and what was his issue? Um, possessive, crazy, stalker, <laughs> and 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 that's why for in, in regards to insecurities, to me that was an insecurity. To me, it was like he he was acting out of insecurity. Insecurity, yeah. Like there's different ways, you know, like going to the phone. Yeah. Like that's, that's a little extra. Like in my mind, I, I'm only 26 years old. So like, I'm, I would never go through a man's phone. Um, I've done it before when I was like in high school and that's high school. And I feel like now if you're going to be with somebody, you need to trust them. And I think that their phone is their phone. That's their personal space. That's like walking into. Damn it, you said it. Mm-hmm. That's like walking into. What did you say, Sean? I pay for this phone. So, like, and it's the thing. If you don't trust me, then don't be with me. And I, I would tell her that I was like, you can't be with me if you don't trust me. That's the number one thing. It's, it's about trust. And, again, if you don't, then you, you're more than welcome to leave. But you can't be in it and be driving me crazy with your insecurities because those are your insecurities. They're not mine. I know I'm not messing up. I'm not doing anything. So stop driving me nuts with this with this nonsense. Because Absolutely. you go through a man's phone looking for something, you trust me, you'll find something. Absolutely. And I think that that's true. I think that that's why you don't go through people's personal. That's like going through someone's like work binder. Like that's not, that has something to do with the relationship. That's like going through somebody's nightstand. Mm-hmm. I don't know about a work binder, but that's like. <laughs> I'm saying it's private. There could be something in the work binder that is confidential. That's, that could, you know, that's not for them to see Something in the uh, in the nightstand is confidential, not for somebody to see. Mm-hmm. So, so yes, for me, insecurity is my main one. I, I can't, I can't do the insecurities no more. I can't do. It. So, what about with like first impressions, like more like first impressions thing? Like, I don't like, like- I, I don't like a loud woman. That's that's a, yeah, that's too. I don't care how. What you- is your definition of loud? 
if we're like Tiffany about- Haddish. Yeah, that would be too much for me. And I know Tiffany, but and there's nothing wrong with that. But for me, that's not my type of woman. There's somebody for her, just not me. Like if I'm at a party and it's a lot going on, the woman that's the loudest, like I I I want the I want the woman over in the corner that's chilling. That's that's who I that's who I'm more attracted to, not the loudest person in the room. So you're the type of person who walks in and you're like, okay, she's cute, but she's, you know, okay. And then you like scan in the room and then you look over and you're like, okay, look at this beautiful lady with her uh, Blackberry messenger out with her AirPod making business texts during the party. Mm-hmm. That's how he met me. <laughs> okay. So I met, I met B. Where were we at? What's the name of that spot? Fat Dog. Where? No, we were Savoy. Savoy. What's it called? Savoy? No, it's Savoy. What's it called? You're not gonna tell. Sayers. Sayers. That's it. Sayers. Sayers. Sayers Lounge. That's right. Yes. Yeah, she was over there. She was with some friends, and uh, so I just, you know, I slid, she, and she was just like kept looking at me. I was like, all right. <laughs> oh, so it was her. Yeah, so she was, was looking at you. Right, right. I was over there chilling. She was like, "Can I buy you a drink?" And I was like, "I guess," you know. Oh, he oh. is so crazy, Jasmine. Oh. You know, now you know he's lying because he's a comedian. So let's just keep on contact. So Sean, yeah. I don't believe you. You don't believe- never ever ever offer to buy anybody a drink. <laughs> no. Nor, nor do I do I go out. Nor do I go. Out. I happen to just bounce in there, and of course, you know, well. Those of like those of you that don't know the listeners, all my friends are guys, yes, pretty much. So, but I still, I still I went over there and hollered at her. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> he didn't really holler at me. He was just like, "Oh, you know, he knew somebody that." Well, we he he was with somebody that I knew, and so we were talking about that and so forth. And he was just, you know, he was just a nice guy. We would, you know, whatever, whatever. But it wasn't like let me take you out or let me date you or anything like that. You know what I mean? It was yeah, just like, let's you know, keep in touch type right. of thing. Yeah, it was nothing major. Because I was I was fairly new to LA at the time. So, you know. Yeah, and that's what he was saying, that, you know, that he didn't really know anybody um, in LA, but he couldn't appreciate the classy woman that I was. And, you know, he was over there with some ratchet. So he was like, you know, you look like the type of person that I want to know like where you go and stuff well, I and I'm like, oh, okay. poor guy. And I was like can you show me the uh you know the greatest museums of Los Angeles and you know things of that nature and so she was of course she looked very worldly you know and and so I was like she, she knows her way around the, the city let me uh let me talk to this young lady yes yeah, so definitely the map of LA she's my map of LA. <laughs> right. I'll be like mom what's the crush on that one in and out that's next to the uh gas station on the left She's like uh, Olympic and Western. I'm like, okay. <laughs> so, okay. So back to, let's, let's get on track here. Okay. So the poll questions, <laughs> the poll questions. So a lot of the guys that we polled, um, they said that they would like a woman that smells good all the time. Oh, yeah. They like soft skin. They like, you know, of course, hygiene was number one. Um, they cannot smoke cigarettes, no. which I cannot stand um, that they can't have bad teeth. 
um, that they're not self-absorbed. Because, you know, you can have a woman that's like, oh, can you take a picture of me? Take a picture, like the whole night or they're in the mirror. Or they're, you know what I mean? It's like you don't they don't want that. Um, unsolicited advice. Like, you know, and, you know, it's like it's like what if, you know, you, you know, had a date with someone, Sean, and like they came over and they were like, you know what? I think you should like take this art off the wall and I think you should put it over here. It's like, why? <laughs> that, no, well, that's, not a, that's not a biggie for me. The cigarettes is definitely a biggie. Um, weed is another one. I've never smoked weed in my life. Uh, I don't have a problem with people that do smoke weed or women that smoke weed. I, you just can't be a weed head. Like if you're up, if you're smoking four blunts a day, you can't be with me. Cause you, and I, I don't mind a woman that, you know, you hit it every now and then, you know, but that's cool. But you can't, cause you can't smoke in my apartment. You can go on the balcony and smoke, but you, there's no smoking in my, in my spot. You know, that's, that's a big one for me. And I, I agree with you. I totally concur with that. I don't, um, you know, and Sean, you've, you've known me. It's like, I'm, I'm a very clear individual. Like I'm, I'm into, um, health and, you know, fitness and, and, um, you know, and like having a healthy, uh, mental, you know, you know, it's like keep, keeping your mind focused and, uh, you know, I'm into meditating and, and all that kind of stuff. And it's like, so for me, a bit, like, I agree with you. I, I can't, I can't, I don't, I don't understand that lifestyle of like, like, let me stop at the, you know, let me, you know, let me stop at the weed shop and let me roll up. And let, I, I don't understand that. No. And, and I don't understand like, you know, like doing that all day long. I was, you know, I used to be with somebody that was like that and, you know, and smoke cigarettes. And it's like, that's just not my thing. Like, I don't, I don't like drugs. That's not a, I don't like, not a good, you know what I mean? Tasting kiss either. <laughs> <laughs> it's not. It's like, give me a kiss. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, but I feel like a big one that Sean was bringing up too was just like a big turnoff is like, it's pretty obvious to see when someone is like not being themselves. It's like, we people need to start being who they are from the beginning, from the the forefront. Yeah. And I think that people need to understand, like you doing all of these things that are going to impress me in the beginning. Should you shouldn't do those things if you can't maintain them? Keep you can't do what you're right. doing, right? Right. If you can't do what you're doing for and do, for the rest of whatever this turns into a friendship, relationship, you know, partnership, business, part, whatever. You have to be able to be the same throughout because I feel like that that's super hard. I feel like it's kind of obvious for, especially for a woman, right. when to see a man that's just doing too much. Like you're just trying to be not yourself and you're trying to impress me by doing things that if you can't maintain them, it doesn't really matter. Well, I- yeah, I mean, I go ahead, Sean. Oh, no, I was I was I was trying to save my list for later but like i feel like we keep slowly talking about things that are on my list like um but so the what jasmine just mentioned that's on my list too i just want you to keep it 100 because i feel like you know it's like as if you went to let's say you know a store you want you were going to buy a pair of shoes and it's like, you know, you're looking at the shoes or whatever. And it's like, okay, this is, this is kind of like what you want. This is what you have your mindset on. But what if you got home and the shoes changed from what you saw in the store? You know what I mean? It's like, that's, that doesn't feel good. 
You dating know? is like a used getting a used car. You know, it's like it looks good on that lot, but there's something going on under that hood. So I, I want a dealer that's gonna tell me, okay, listen, look good, but transmission, you might need to work on transmission. Just let me know. Then let me decide, okay, I'll I, I will deal with it. And that's that's one thing I did learn from my my previous relationship is tell the truth. As a man, tell your truth no matter what. She can't tell you no lie. And when you tell your truth, let a woman decide whether she, you know, because a lot of times men lie up front because they feel like, oh, I'm going to get in. Just, no, let her decide if she wants to deal with you. And nine times out of ten, you'll be pleasantly surprised. Say, okay, I, I can deal with that. But you told your truth. So I, as a man, I suggest tell your truth as much as you possibly can. Yes, ma'am. Absolutely. I totally agree with that. I think that's something that I also dealt with in my last relationship as well, is that even if, even though I was super open and I was able to communicate really well and I was able to be my true self, that doesn't mean someone is capable. Right. I feel like there's a certain mental capacity that people have, especially if they've allowed trauma from the past, whether it's relationships, family, childhood, to overlap into their habits and how they move about life, dealing with, you know, um, dealing with healing and hardship. Some people learn to compartmentalize it, put it away, and keep going. That's not really dealing with it. You know what I'm saying? So I feel like that's definitely something I experienced. And I feel like when people are used to moving in their way, they're not able to fully open, be open to telling the truth. Because, you know, they're just trying to either control the situation or control like what you're saying not allowing the woman to have her choice and i feel like as long as the woman has her choice it only it, that's only up to us that's up to us at that point mm-hmm. and i feel like that's a huge thing that i totally agree with that's very important especially in the adult years yeah so you know so my whole thing is keep it 100 because you need to let me make the choice on like what I'm signing up for. You know what I mean? And I feel like when it gets, you know, if, if you've not been allowed to do that is when it just like starts to crumble. You know what I'm saying? So that's a big one for me. (laughs) Um, Women, when we pulled the women, they said actually the top of their list too was hygiene. Um, listening because you know a lot of times I feel like especially with technology it's like you're on the phone you know you're not really listening you you know you could be at dinner but just like in your phone and whatever and you know and that's that's kind of like you know the one thing that the biggest commodity the most valuable um commodity is time you know what I mean it's like you can't ever get it back so I, I'm especially mindful of like who I who I share my time with no matter you know, in, in whatever capacity that it, that it is, because it's like, you know, you, we, we waste a lot of time. You find yourself just, you know, and we've talked about this before in previous episodes. It's like, you just, you know, what if you start, you date, you're dating someone, you're dating someone. And then it's like, you've ignored so many stop signs and red flags. Then you find yourself like, oh, damn, like, who is, who, who is this? And who am I? For allowing it. <laughs> yeah, I think that was important. Another another one for me, another thing I can't do 
a bunch of ratchet tattoos. I'm I can't do it. Any tattoos anywhere, the neck area, across the, the chest plate, I I cannot do it. It's a turn off for me. I was just about to go ahead and get my sleeve too. Oh. <laughs> So what's your thing about that, Sean? You think that that's just, you think it doesn't look classy? You think it looks, you know. For me. I personally have 15 tattoos. I have 15 I'm, tattoos. I'm not, I'm not, I said it depends on where you're at. Like, like this, anything in your neck area, anything across your chest, those are no, no. I, I, now, I prefer a woman with none, but I'm, I understand this is a, this is nowadays, just about everybody has tattoos. I'm old school. So, no, no, those are fine. Uh, but again, the neck area and the chest plate, I, yeah, that's, that's a bit much for me. You know, yeah. So, okay. So no sleeve for you, Jay. <laughs> and no, no, sleeve no, no, no. Because, that, because <laughs> there are people that turns them on. So just because I don't like it, me and, it's the guy that says, oh, damn, you got all these t- t- tattoos. I love that. And that, that's a turn on for them. You know what I mean? I think a big thing for me, too, is how I've been trying to do this is how can I go into a situation and not think about have any expectations? Just kind of flow with it and see what happens. Also, too, trying to capture the things that are soul feeding earlier. Like, of course, the things that we're talking about are important because they're surface things or things that we're, that are always going to be a part of that person. But how? what can I catch about this person within the first day, two days, three days, week that allows me to see their soul? And I think that if you're not able to see someone's soul within the first couple of weeks, then it's just like they're not really being themselves mm. because you can do surface things for so long. You could take me to dinner. That's cool. Every man in this world can take me to dinner. You could go to take me to a movie. Okay, that everyone else can do that. You can say I look bad. You can say, "Ooh, look at your hair." Every other person in the world can say that. Those are those are that those are just words. But what can you do that's a turn on for me that is more than just what's on the cover? And that's something that I've really tried. I've been trying to dive into. Mm-hmm. I know what you can do. You can show me what your toilet looks like because that right there is going to determine anything and everything for me. Okay. Let me talk about this toilet. I'm just going to go ahead and get right on into my stuff. <laughs> Mommy, you better tell the them toilet. About, you better tell them about that toilet. Um, I have a phobia of toilets. Did something, um, something happen to you as a child in the toilet? Is this something going on? <laughs> You know, well, well, you know, I was, I was, I was, I was raised, I was, I was raised around a lot of men. Okay. You know what Mm -hmm. I mean? So, so like, I, like as a kid, I would like open the toilet, like with one eye and I'd be like, (laughs) you know, and so I still have that same um, behavior. It's just something that, you know. And I, I feel like um, like that should be very clean. Like like you should be able to, if we have an earthquake and you know we have them out here, I should be able to, you know, to drink that water in the toilet. 
That's how clean the toilet needs to be. She's not being serious, Sean. She's just speaking in like end of world circumstances, oh. not anything. End of the world. <laughs> toilet, toilet, toilet. I don't want to see any nothing. No air, in the toilet. no nothing. No air. No, no air. hair. Mm-mm. No, and Sean. Oh, no hair. I don't want to see air or hair. <laughs> it's not only about maybe childhood. It's also about experiences that she's had with grown men. Okay. So let's let this this is this is PTSD from years and years of nasty stuff. Okay. And I and I have also shared with her stories. Let me let me share the story. This is so funny. I was in college, and this sure. I was dating someone, and he lived in Washington. I was in Oregon. So he would like drive down and I was dancing for, you know, my college at the time. And he would come and stay with me when he would come. And then one time I had to leave to go get ready for a game. And he was like, oh, I'll meet you at the game or whatever. I go and leave. I was like, oh, just lock the door behind you. Like, that's cool. I'll have the key. So after we could just come back. I, I go to my game. The game happens. I'm like dancing. I'm looking for him. I don't see him. I don't see him. I don't see him. I don't see him. I get to my phone at the end of the game, and he's like, sorry, had to head back. Um, something came up. Got to do this, this, and this. Everybody, I go into my house, and I open my toilet, and this man clogged up my toilet and left because he was embarrassed to tell me to my face that he had left my house in complete disarray. So that was, and I could, I that was it. That was the end. Of it. So there was a log in your toilet when you got home. There was, there was logs. There was bayou water. There was, you know, everything. It was a river, a lake, an ocean, and a toilet all put into one. <laughs> that's that's pretty bad. I I, guess, I think I would have been embarrassed myself, but. I think you need to tell something about what's going on. Like, I would have much rather him be like, don't go in there. The plumber's on the way. You're not going to see that. Do not go into, do not go into the bathroom. <laughs> but I paid for the plumber. I'm going to pay. I messed up. I would have been like, thank you. Because now I have to pay for it. Now I, not only do I have to look at it. And smell it. And smell it. I have to clean it. And then I have to pay for the plumber myself. So, to me, that was a turnoff because of how he handled the situation. It's also how people hand, handle situations. You could have taken care of that. Right. You could have missed the whole game, and I could have came home and never knew if you would have called that plumber. Because I live in college, I lived in a small town, so it's not like a plumber would have. It probably would have taken him five minutes to get to the house anyway. Right. It's okay, Jazz. It's okay, <laughs> Lord. Well, I'll tell I'll tell you an, an embarrassing, uh, per, I guess, kind of embarrassing first date of mine years ago. Uh, I went out with this girl in Nashville, and um, uh, I had the BGs bad. Oh, go. So I told her, I said, "Listen, I got to make a phone call real quick." So I went to the bathroom. Now, I'm in the bathroom for like ten minutes. So you never said nothing about it, but maybe, maybe months later, when I saw her again, she was like. You know, the first time we went out, that was real rude of you to be on the phone that long while you was on a date with me. I said, you want me to tell you the truth? I had the shit. <laughs> I had to go. I was shitting that time. I was not on the phone. That is 
Okay, again, whatever you got to do, just don't do it in my house. And I don't want to come over your house and, ex- and experience a, a traumatic, you know right. what I mean? Have a traumatic restroom experience. So the next thing for me, you know, so toilets, kitchen, dirty car. I don't want to get in your car and you have like in and out McDonald's, you know, you went to, you know, 7-Eleven, AM, PM, just drinks that just, oh, you know what? Hold on a minute. Let me just slide that off on the floor so you can get, no, not doing, I don't like okay. that. Okay. So I don't like what that. About, I'm like, what about pets for y'all? How was that? How are y'all with pets? Again, I think pets are cool just as long as like, I don't want to, you know, like, do I have to pull up and see like a whole bunch of like, you know, what the pets use the restroom all in the yard? <laughs> what are we talking well, about? Well, I, I, I dated a girl and I mean, she absolutely loves her dog. I mean, loves it. So I, I would, I spent the night over a couple of times and the dog, the dog is used to being in the bed with her. So yeah, every night. So the dog wasn't leaving. So if I'm sleeping in there, the dog would be laying on my chest, walking on me. I'm like, but you can't really say that. Like she loves that animal like as a child. So it's crazy. Baby, it's either me or the damn dog. I mean, that's like a photo shoot Jazz and I had. Like the this, this oh God, the dogs were everywhere. They were barking. They were. They were going to the bathroom. They were, I'm like, what? Is, I mean, and we're paying for the shoot. So I'm like, what's going on? Just, they're just peeing everywhere. Just, oh. No, yeah, that's a big one for me. I dated someone who had a dog and no, now that you say that, that's true. So he had a dog. I went into, the, we were in his room and the dog peed and he let it sit there. Oh no. So at that moment, I was like, you can't, I can't come over here ever again. And then, <laughs> so I, see, then I told myself, if you come over my house, I'm going to need you to get directly in the shower. Like, this is my thought process in my mind. I was like, okay, if he comes over my house, I'm going to have to figure out a way to make sure he's showered either right before he comes or right when he gets there. And then, and then I just, it just never happened. I was like, I can't even do it. I couldn't even do mm-hmm. it. That shows how you are with your own body. You allowed your dog to pee in your room and you didn't even clean it up. You let it sit there and smell the urine in the room. Mind you, the room is the size of my left pinky toe. It's not even a big room. It's literally like a little, it's, it's, it's nothing. Okay. And then it, was like, it smelled like urine everywhere. I'm just like, oh, no, 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 no. But just to let everyone know, we're practicing safe radio because we're staying safe about the COVID pandemic. And you are listening to the M&D show with Bianca Bakes, Jasmine, and our special guest, Sean. Right. So I'll give you you another one of mine. Uh, I am not a fan of the lace front. Oh, this is good. This is good. This is good. Tell us. Yeah. Weed I'm cool with, but the lace front, like the, the forehead, the fake forehead, and the, or the you know the screen door on your forehead, I, you know I can't. It's it's a bit much, you know. And then some of them just won't take it off. So now your lace front is sliding to one side, and you know, or it's hot outside and you're sweating glue. It's it's just too much. I so I, I'm not a big fan of the, of the lace front. 
So you're telling me you much rather have a woman who has natural hair and an afro than a lady? Oh yeah, definitely. That's well, see, what I, women, I'll say this. I think women, and I, I don't know if y'all will admit to this, as far as makeup and hair and a, a lot of that stuff goes, you do it for each other. Because most men, at least men that I deal with, I know, we don't care about that kind of stuff. I don't care about a ton of makeup. I don't care if your hair is down to your butt. I don't care about fake butts. That's not a that's not a thing for me and, and nobody I know. So I don't know where it come where women get this, oh, I gotta have a fake ass, I gotta have weave down in my butt and makeup all the time. Like I don't know guys that, that like that kind of stuff. That definitely comes from social media and these yeah. girls who are insecure looking up to women like Kim Kardashian and Black China and Amber Rose like looking at their lifestyle and deciding, oh, that's what I need to have that life. Then they spend all this money and they still broke. So I don't understand that. Yeah, it's... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> I mean... You know, uh, one time, one time, Sean and I went hiking and he was like, is that is that all your ass? I'm like, yes. <laughs> she, it is. It's, it's certainly... Yeah. That thing, that thing sitting on 24s, baby. Ah! Oh, my God. Lord. Okay, so back to the list. Let me see. If I'm dating a man. Go ahead. Go ahead, Sean. Go ahead, Sean. I was going to say that I don't like when a man, you know, comes to pick you up and, or you, or you meet them somewhere because I, you know, and, and they, and they look like they've been, you know, up and out all night long the night before they got the same thing on, you know, they, you know, they're not presentable. They're raggedy wrinkled. You know, it's like, I want a man to smell good. I want to know you just got the shower. I want to know your toilet is clean. I want to know your kitchen is clean. Okay. Cleanliness is good. I, 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 I've, I've, I've known women that looked very attractive and their hair smelled like that was a, that was a turn off. Or another thing is certain perfumes that you wear can be a turn off. Mm, like loud, loud. Yeah, like I, I knew a girl that will that will wear like the um, the must, like, like you know the the things, and it just was it was such a I was like oh this is a turn off I couldn't I couldn't it just smelled horrible. I, I agree. I agree with that. I agree because I feel like sometimes men, it's like a cheap, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Mm-mm. I can't do that. Um, okay, we already talked about drugs and, okay, excessive drinking. Like, if you're like on a date, you know, maybe like one little cute cocktail, whatever, but not like, let me get hammered. You know what I mean? Like, I'm just like, everyone knows. From like, a- woo! From a woman's perspective on, like, the first date, if he's, like, obviously ordering, like, out the yin-yang, that makes me feel like he's trying to get me drunk and take me home, which won't work because I'm not the type of drunk that just gets blacked out and, like, won't be able to decide and put myself into healthy, safe situations. But that is a turnoff to me because I'm like, why are we already three drinks in on an appetizer? (laughs) That, That means that you're trying to get me drunk. And so I stopped drinking. I literally sh- like just will stop and not. I'll be like water, just so I can show water, just water. 
water. And then like, oh, you didn't finish your drink though. It's okay. It hurts my stomach. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like, like that's a huge turnoff. I understand that. Because it kind of shows like, oh, let me get her a little loose and like get her a little loopy move and see. Nah, that's obvious, y'all. You got to stop ordering the drinks. Well, I'm not a, I'm not a much of a drinker. I'm a, I'm, I don't drink much at all. Wine, one, one and a half glass of wine and I'm, uh, I'm tripping. So. <laughs> yeah, I'm a big wine drinker too. I love I'm my wine. Right I'd rather have Speaking of, I don't, that, I don't have. I'm about to pour myself a glass right nice. now. Nice. <laughs> so, okay, what else? Okay, I don't like when you're on a first date and the man is like making comments about your body. You know what I mean? Like, oh, like, just kind of grimy, you know, like, you know? Like, oh, you looking like a side of of, uh, macaroni and cheese with a nice rib that just got marinated in some Worcester sauce and Italian dressing. (laughs) Okay. Well, let me ask, can I ask y'all this? And I find that women nowadays, they may, something about a guy they don't like on a date, but they won't give him I mean, isn't this over? Do you guys say you guys give a second chance? Or it's like, I don't like that. I'm not seeing him anymore. I'm done. It depends. You know what? That's a, that's a great question because I think that goes back to what I was saying before. I feel like in my past relationships, you know, it's like, like I've kind of been like, oh, well, maybe like you don't want to be too, you know what I mean? Like to like hammer hammer so it's like oh let me you know maybe you know maybe you know what i mean maybe you know and then it's like you look up you know what i mean even let's say six months down the line and you're like this is not you know what i mean and so i feel like i mean i feel like the things that we're discussing that's not too much to act like to ask somebody you know what i mean i just feel like for me um like and I, you know, talk with Jasmine about this all the time. It's like, let's, I, I just impress upon her to pay attention to the red flags right away and, and go ahead and turn the corner. You know what I mean? Because it's like, you should not, like, you should, like these things that we're talking about, those are just simple things that people should, you know what I mean? Simple courtesies, you know, like, like I like chivalry. I like when a man opens the door or, you know, like I went on a trip with somebody and, um, they have, you know, they asked me to roll their luggage through the airport. No. Well, well, I'm, I'm, no. I'm asking you this because there, nobody out there is going to be going to check all your boxes. Nobody's going to check all your boxes. So, true. Are you going to cut off everybody who don't check your boxes? Because there's nobody going to fill everything. So, some stuff you're going to say, okay, I can live with that. I can live if I can live with he don't put the toilet seat down. I can live with he he's a great dude. He don't open my door all the time, but he's still a great guy. Am I gonna diss him because he just don't open my door all the time and I'm and now I pass all this up, you know what I mean? No, I don't think I don't think that that's at all like because I my mom and I are a lot alike in regards to how we love, and I think that we are always people who get we see the good in everybody these are these are more things that like 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 that will that will see there are certain things for i feel like for everybody that are no's like for you cigarettes 
if you're hanging out with the girl and on the third date or that she comes over to your house on the third time and that's the first time she pulls out a cigarette, okay, that's a no. I'm going to talk to her about it, but like, I'm not going to change her because we're not really at that level. So if she then brings up the cigarette four months in, that's going to be, that's where things change. People start to bring out certain things, like you said, four months, six months, eight months. For me, it was like 10 months because they like watch you from a distance. They understand the caliber. They understand the certain expectations. But if you can't really be, if that's not your true self, and if you aren't genuinely ready to compromise, then it's not, it's, it's going to come to light eventually. And I'm definitely someone who like gives people chances. I definitely do. And there's definitely things that, you have to kind of like be like, okay, I can deal with that for the rest of my life if this was going to be my partner. Those are definitely conversations that people need to be having. But something going to exactly what you said, no one is going to be 100%. I completely agree. One of my really good friends friends was over here and she said, <coughs> I've started to live life like a smoothie. She's like, how four? How four different ingredients that give you everything? And I was like, I was like, oh, I like, I like, there's people who actually live life that way that will, they need the four people to be that, that 100. For me, that's not, that's not what I, what I, what I, that's just not who I am. Cause I think that with, in, in, in being in a relationship, you have, you, your vulnerability allows you to deal with certain things like that. Yeah. I think, I think too, to answer your question, it's about compromise. You know what I mean? So it's like, okay. Um, to be able to hear you. I think that, okay, like, for example, you said the door. Okay, so you don't open the door for me every time, but, like, you're saying maybe your toilet, your kitchen's clean, you know, you're presentable all the time. It's like, and you really have, a, you know what I mean, a vibe with that person. And there may be some, There, may, of course, there's things that people are not going to, you know, 100% like about you either. You know, so it's about compromise. You know what I mean? But one of my biggest, one of my other biggest things is, which is something we touched on earlier too, is like my friends, like a lot of like, and, and being secure because all my friends, mostly I would say like 99% of my friends are males. So like, you know, like I, I need for somebody to be secure in that. You know what I mean? I need for somebody to, I need for somebody to, you know what I mean? To understand that that comes with me. And like, or like, you know, recently somebody was like, well, I said something about my friends and I'm like, well, they're all guys, you know? And he was like, well, I don't want to meet them. I'm like, well, you know, that just comes with me though. So it's like, I don't, I don't like that. I, I need you to be secure, but that also goes back to being secure, you know? Um, Definitely. I also feel like, too, you know, you have to be able to be timing. Timing is everything. I think timing is everything. I think once you're in a situation and you see, okay, our our paths don't really line up. You're in the phase of life that I went through four years ago, which means in order for this relationship to work, I have to stop my growth and wait for you. That's not going to happen. That's not going to happen. That's not fair. So I think that people being able to catch those things and, and move accordingly is difficult when you, when you've invested time, but it's beneficial to the goals and the path that, that, that you set for yourself. 
Yeah. And then also, too, though. Okay, so, Sean, are you there? I don't know if he's there. Okay, but Jay, so what if the person has everything, but they don't have um, nice feet? <laughs> okay, okay. Thank you. you feel me? Thank you for saying that because buckle your seat belts. Because I'm your mother. So, you know, just I like know. you said, we're, we're a lot alike. I know. Buckle your seat belt. My first serious relationship, I had never seen his feet. He would shower with his socks on. He would not let you guys, you guys, I'm serious. I am serious. The socks were on all the time. If I touched the sock to try to pretend I was about to go see, it was an argument. And I'm like, why can't I see your feet? Like, I don't understand. Like, if they're that bad, let's go get a punch here. I think it's very masculine for men to take care of their feet. Because, look, that, uh-uh. Let me, let me tell you, I'm a dancer. My mom taught me at a very young age, girl, if you want, look, you can't be doing those point shoes and doing this modern dance with all these barefoot, with all these calluses, and not take care of your feet. So that was a huge thing for me. Like, if I can't even see your feet, then you can't trust me with nothing. You don't even... It showered with the socks on, everybody. I just can't even believe that. <laughs> I still, and I still loved them. So that goes to show, hey, there's do's and don'ts, but you do compromise. There's my compromise. Lord. <laughs> oh, my gosh. You know what? Every guy that I tell that story to, he's like, Jasmine, what the heck is wrong with you? Why would you ever allow that? I said, allow? That's, that, you know, that, you know. Like, I've never heard anything like that before. I don't even think you've told, maybe, did you tell me that and I forgot? I mean, maybe. I don't know. I don't think I, I haven't told you that. I know exactly who it is, though. Girl, <laughs> never. <laughs> like, he would make me leave the room to change his socks. Like, you got to get out. You got to get out. I'm like, what? But like, like, and this is like a long, like you guys, this is like a five, six year relationship, even six years into it. It still wasn't it. He would not let me see those feet. <laughs> Thank you for joining and listening in with us today. Thank you to our special guest, Sean Larkins. We obviously know that we're dealing with, um, practicing safe radio from three different locations. So he actually had to go, but we look forward to having him again. And it's official. We're on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Anchor. So catch all of our past episodes on those platforms. I am Bianca Banks. And I am Jasmine Shannon. You can catch us for my mom at I-T-S-B-I-A-N-C-A. B-A-N-K-S. And you can catch me, Jasmine, at J-A-S-N-A-T-I-O-N-N. On all social platforms. Thanks for listening. Mm-hmm.